0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bull Take Podcast. You can't tell by the title and why I gave it the ladies and gentlemen feel. It is the NFL season preview. Austin, we're at the point where it's Saturday and Sunday now. We got them both. Yeah,
1: uh, you know, from Thursday till Monday, I'm preoccupied. I've got things going on.
0: Yeah. Family tries to tell me stuff. It's like, you can talk to me in February. It's okay. We can discuss stuff then. Um, Just February, though, because then March Madness. Yeah. Um, But anyway, this is the NFL season preview. If this is your first time listening, the way this is going to work, we go through divisions, Super Bowl winners, uh, award winners, and we even have some fun stuff, like coach most likely to get fired first. And if you want to know a fun fact... The first year we did this, the coach I picked, he went to the Super Bowl. So, um, you might be a Super Bowl contender if I pick you. Um, And some other ones as well. But enough talk about it. Austin, what do you say we talk NFL football?
1: I'm so ready.
0: All right. So, let's start with one that will probably get out of the way first for people. We have favorite teams in the NFL. We're going to preview them. And I will hand it to you first, to a man whose team is in a division – that is probably the most up-for-grab it has been in a really, really long time. Preview your Chicago Bears for us.
1: Man, the Chicago Bears are coming into this season looking great. Justin Fields coming into that third year. And now he's got a little, he's got some weapons with him. Had Darnell Mooney, but now get to add uh, guys like Robert Tanyan. Uh, Going to be splitting some time at the tight end. Um, DJ Moore, obviously the big name coming from that uh, trade. Um, And boy, oh boy, the Bears have added draft capital. They've added young talent. But most importantly, they seem geared up to try and start winning some games, making some big signings like Tremaine Edmonds and Yannick Ngakwe on the defensive end. Um, I'm really excited to see what this team can do. Um, They've added veterans in the right places. Uh, The pass rush is really the scariest part. They did add Yannick Ngakwe, um, but really they didn't do a whole lot else to address it in the draft or, or in free agency. And so if Ngakwe isn't the answer, uh, you know, things could go bad. And even if he is the answer, once he starts getting double, triple teamed, uh, who steps up next? So it'll be interesting to see exactly how they approach that uh, defensive line situation. They haven't said they're entirely done looking to add another guy on the line. I know Chase Young is a guy they're kind of day-to-day checking in on because who knows what's going on with Chase Young in Washington. Doesn't look like he'll be a commander after, I don't know, next year. Um So, you know, this team's looking to upgrade. But, yeah, this team is definitely looking to compete to win this division. It's up for grabs. No more Aaron Rodgers. Um, And the Packers look shaky anyway. Who's going to take it? Vikings and Lions are also looking to gear up to win. Everybody really in the NFC North has geared up to try and take the crown. It's going to be a matter of who steps up. I'm excited to see what Justin Fields and DJ Moore can do. I think Justin Fields becomes the first Bears 4,000 yards passer uh, wow. this season okay. with the weapons and the protection on the offensive line. Uh, Ryan Poles has done a great job in building this team. It's time to see if they can execute. I, I mean, I haven't been this excited since 2018. I uh, okay. forget Khalil Mack. Uh, th- this team has really got the vibe of a team that's ready to win, young and hungry. Um, and if they can start winning and make the playoffs this year, this could be the be- beginning of a very long streak of success for a very young Bears team.
0: All right, and speaking of a young team looking for some success, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers who let's let's face it, um the fact that they went 9 and 8 last year was probably the biggest surprise of the entire NFL season, uh, if I'm being honest with you. Um, But year two of Kenny Pickett, um, I'm really scared because – well, I'm not scared because he looked good in the preseason. I'm scared because everyone is hyping him up because of the preseason. I love that he's doing great but I don't love that everyone's all of a sudden like, Oh, Kenny Pickett, he's going to be something special this year. I'm like, it's his second year in the league. Let's, let's pump the brakes a bit. And I guess that these people never heard of a sophomore slump that happens with some QBs. If you don't know second year, sometimes quarterbacks are worse than their rookie year. Cause sometimes. they have to. Yep. Sometimes, sometimes they're better than their sometimes rookie year. Sometimes
1: they rush for a thousand yards. <laughs> yeah,
0: sometimes. Um, and I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, do as you may. Yeah. Uh, um, but, uh, anyway, sometimes QBs will make those mistakes because defense will adjust to them. I'm hoping that's not the thing I have to worry about with Kenny Pickett. Um, running game. I'm excited to see Najee Jalen Warren. A lot of people think Jalen Warren keep in mind, was an undrafted free agent out of Oklahoma state last year. A lot of people think he might take over running back one from Najee by the end of the season. Wow. I really don't know how not. to feel about that. Uh, especially considering Najee. we dra- spent a first round pick on Najee. Uh, don't get me wrong. I like Jalen Warren. I hope he's good. Yeah. Just hope he's not uh, that good to take away a first round pick. Um, the tight end. Room I think is going to be fun. Pat Fryer, Connor Hayward, and Darnell Washington, which I haven't added. Steelers, let's just face facts. They had the best draft of the entire they of all a, the NFL teams this year, which I'm not used to because um, I'm usually disappointed with something. Um, but this is a quality tight end room. I'm excited for that. Wide receivers, uh, Deontay, I'm excited to see him. Uh, George Pickens, how will he do his second year? It seemed in the preseason like him and Kenny were clicking a lot better. Um, we traded for Allen Robinson this offseason. I really like that move, especially considering we only gave up a seventh-round pick for him. Yeah. Um, Calvin Austin, this is the wide receiver I'm looking forward to because whenever we drafted him, I thought he could be sneaky good. He got injured, missed all last year. And, man, he looked good in the preseason. I'm excited to get him involved in the offense and how much fun he could be. I'm hoping he can be our Tyreek Hill is what I'm hoping for. Uh, and then offensive line, really? Same except for Broderick Jones comes in, the first-round pick, who was the main tackle I really wanted in the draft. Um, so this offensive line's is improving. Uh, Isaac Somalu from uh, Philadelphia, who uh, former Eagles offensive lineman, say, is arguably the smartest offensive lineman in the entire NFL, which I love to hear. But for the offense, it comes down to... How aggressive are we with the play calling? And I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. Last year, not aggressive at all. We weren't even doing uh, audibles last year because we didn't trust, uh, trust in the rookies or the young guys. But Matt Canada, this is the second year. Let's cut it loose a bit. Let's be more explosive. Let's make some big plays. That's my main thing. Defense. I'm really looking forward to having TJ Watt, hopefully for a full year. I mean, knock on wood here while I say that. Um, uh, I'm interested to see that. My main question for the defense, we replaced basically the entire linebacking core this offseason. That has me concerned. But Alandon Roberts, Alex Heisman, Alandon Roberts, uh, Quan Alexander, Cole Holcomb, I'm excited to see all of them play. I will miss Miles Jack, who... Recently announced his retirement, which is a shame because I really wish the Steelers would have kept him. Um, and also some new corners. Signed Patrick Peterson. Uh, I thought was a great signing. I think he fits in well with the Steelers. And Joey Porter Jr. And just got Desmond King um, from the Texans who cut him. So um, I'm cautiously optimistic about this team and think they have a legit chance to make a playoff appearance. Maybe, if things all things go right, a potentially a playoff run. But I'll shut up about my Steelers. Let's get on to now our dark horse teams. Now, last year, I believe you picked the Saints. I had the Panthers, if I'm correct. Uh, Neither one of them really worked out. Um, Yours worked out better than mine. (laughs) So who is your dark horse for this NFL season?
1: You're probably never going to hear me say this again. I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. Um, They're... Draft was – they kind of made some questionable picks at some questionable times, but this is a team kind of building towards uh, something and building off of last season. Uh, I definitely think this is a team bound for another winning record. Whether that means a playoff run remains to be seen, but I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about the way this team uh, looks and the way they built themselves. I think to me the big question is Jared Goff. Uh, I know he had a good season last year. But he had some good, he had a couple good seasons uh, in LA. People forget about that. Took that team to a Super Bowl. Uh, don't forget all, don't forget that. Um, so you know he's had good years. It's a matter of consistency for me. Um, you know our team's going to have adjusted to the way this team played, and is he going to have the same success if they can come out and be better? Uh, man, there's no telling what this team can do, and. Boy, oh boy, if they were able to get Hendon Hooker back uh, this season, maybe then they might even open up some explosive stuff. But I think there's a lot to look forward to with this Detroit team, um, and I think that they're my dark horse team.
0: All right. Um, You know, we both picked the NFC South last year. I'm going to stay in the NFC South this year, although I'm not going with either of those teams. Uh, My dark horse team, and I can't believe I'm saying this because this franchise is cursed, uh, I'm going to go Atlanta Falcons for my dark horse team. Um, If this team had any consistency – or reason to be attack attack and be aggressive last year, they would have hosted a playoff game. They would have won that division. Um, But now they have an elite running back room. How will they use Drake? London? will be a big key. I think their defense, they made a big signing in Jesse Bates and a couple other defensive free agency signings that I really liked. Um, Overall, it comes down to Desmond Ritter. Um, How good will he be in this offense Um, if they use him the right way? If they're asking him to throw 40, 50 times a game, this is going to be a long year. If you're asking them to be effective in play action and just make the right reads whenever they're not handing the ball off for maybe 5 to 10% of the game, um, then this has a chance to be a team where the NFC South that is also pretty wide open that they maybe be able to capitalize on. So now on to the one I hinted at, coach most likely to be fired first. We've we've had some interesting hits on here. You were right on the money last year. Had Matt Rule as your as your pick, and um, I mean nailed it perfectly. So, the reigning champ, who do you think will be the coach that will be fired first?
1: Um, this is probably going to be a bit of a shocker, uh, and I don't know that I'll be right on this one, but I have a gut feeling. Uh, I'm going to go Sean McVay on this one. Uh, there was a lot of talk really in the off season about a retirement and not wanting to do a rebuild. And now this team is definitely clearly headed towards a rebuild. Uh, they traded Jalen Ramsey for not very much <laughs> just to get some extra picks, uh, to relieve some financial stress. Um, they've still got Cooper cup, still got Matthew Stafford, still got Aaron Donald. But I think if this team starts to not succeed for a second straight season, guys start getting traded and, uh, Sean McVay gets uh, fired and this team looks for uh, a new reigns to take control and a rebuild.
0: Okay. All right. Interesting one with Sean McVay. I think that's fair. It might be a combined firing or just resigning. I think it'll be,
1: I think it'll definitely come out as mutual, but I still could see it happening.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like it. So I was considering three options for mine. Number one was, Josh McDaniels, but I remembered the Raiders have no money, so So they they can't. They can't find. Yeah, they have no choice. They would have fired
1: Um, him last year if they could um, have.
0: Yeah, Um, my second one, same one I said last year. uh, Kevin Stefanski. Um, This is a big year for the Browns. I don't like the Browns personally, but they are a talented team and they should be able to compete in the AFC North. They really. If if they don't, I mean, I think it's time to kick him to the curb, and you're looking to start over, especially with the amount of money you're giving to Sean Watson. I mean, this feels like kind of an all-in push for this year. Uh, but my main winner, and one that I've just felt confident about for a while, I don't know if it will, especially with how they looked at the preseason, but I'm going to stick with my guy. Um, that's Ron Rivera, the Washington Commanders. Main feeling here is, number one, let us celebrate Dan Snyder is gone. gone. It is a celebration of the highest. Um, and I just feel like the new owners just want to start fresh. I think they want to start fresh because they're talking about renaming the team yet again, which is fair because Commanders is not the best name at all that they could that have sucks. picked. They're sending, they're getting money into the stadium. Uh, season tickets are sold out. Actually, like people are wanting to come, and they feel like maybe we just need a fresh restart to do it. And I think Ron Rivera may be a cause. Of that. I do think overall, Ron Rivera is a quality NFL coach. He just runs out of, he just has an expiration date at points. Yeah. With the Panthers, he had an expiration date. I feel like his expiration date's coming this year with Washington. So now let's get to some interesting ones. Let's have some award talk, Austin. Oh, I love award talk. So let's start right away. Big one. Who is your most valuable player for this upcoming season in the NFL? Um, You know, I look at it this way. You can't do much worse than last year. No, I can't. (laughs) Uh, And hopefully I don't. (laughs)
1: Um, because this one is personal. It's not business. This is Justin Fields, baby. Okay. Um, like I said, I think he's going to be the first Bears four thousand yard passer ever. Um, he's going to have an exciting season. He's going to be a dual threat, and uh, with a with I won't say elite just yet, but with a solid offensive line and an elite receiver number one, uh, this guy is going to have a big year, and I I think Justin Fields is going to take home the MVP this year.
0: All right, hey, I like it being aggressive. Uh, mine, I guess you could say. No, I you can't say it's being aggressive because it's kind of an obvious one. Uh, the last few last year, I went with Lamar Jackson. Uh, that was mainly uh, hoping that he would be gone from the AFC North. Spoiler: He's still here. Uh, no matter how much money I tried to send him to leave, no. um, he just he didn't accept my PayPal. More years. <laughs> um, no, no. Uh, so you know, I might as well stick with the AFC North QBs. Um, I'm going to go Joe Burrow for this like season. That uh, and that's mainly due to the fact that Jesse Bates is gone. Some secondary pieces are gone there. I still think their defense can be good, but I feel like Joe Burrow in this offense will still need to be elite and maybe even more elite this year than in recent years. And also and coming off that injury entering the season. Some people might be writing him off. I think this is a really solid pick. I hope I'm wrong because I hope it's the Steelers that are, dominating but i feel like joe burrow is a pretty good pick here so next up offensive player of the year uh i don't i believe you picked jonathan taylor last year for this jonathan one taylor. um speaking of Jonathan taylor um kind of awkward there in indianapolis yeah, who, yeah. <laughs> who is your pick for offensive the uh, offensive player of the year this season
1: Uh, I'm going to go with a bit of a crazy one, uh, but stay with me here. I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara again. Guy is really one of the best two way backs in the NFL. Uh, I know he's got the suspension to start the season, but with Derek Carr and this offense kind of getting back to where they used to be and having Michael Thomas, this is a prime opportunity for him to step back into that role and attack on the ground through the air and, uh, become that offensive player of the year.
0: Wow. Okay. I like it. I mean, it'd be a surprise one, especially with the three games he'd lose for the suspension. Okay. Um, My pick, this is a man after he screwed me over in fantasy a few years ago, I told myself I would never buy into this man again, but yet here I am. Christian McCaffrey for offensive player of the year. He's going Christian McCaffrey. I love it. My main thinking here, this is his first full season in the Kyle Shanahan offense. I can't wait to see him in this Kyle Shanahan offense. I'm hoping he does nothing week one. Um, Steelers play him. I hope they shut him down. But the rest of the weeks, he can run wild. He can do whatever he pleases. Um, but I just think with you know Brock Purdy not being 100%, they're going to lean on him early in the season, um, hopefully not as much as Carolina did, and injure him. You know, but I mean, let me think the last time I talked about him on here, he did get injured. So let me knock on wood again. Um, So, but I like it. I think it's a kind of a different pick and I think he has a legit chance to be insane. And I think he will be for the Niners to compete with uh, a certain other team in the NFC. So next up defensive player of the year, I'll be quick. Get mine out of the way. It's going to be TJ Watt. Um, enough said. He's basically the favorite for this award. They might as well switch it to the TJ Watt award every year if he doesn't get injured. Um but you probably don't have him. So what's hear something different? Who do you have defensive player of the year?
1: I'm going to go with Nick Bosa on this one. Okay. He's had a couple really big seasons and I think uh you know they're obviously relying more and more on him every year. He's got the spotlight on him. I think he makes an, uh, a you know has another great year and gets that defense player of the year.
0: Award. I believe he won it last year too. So we're going to back to back and with that contract holdout, maybe even a little bit of a slow start. Um, that contract holdout should definitely last until after week one, just a <laughs> personal opinion. But now let's go to offensive rookie of the year. There is a lot, and I mean a lot of good options here for this award, uh, quarterbacks wise, running backs, receivers. Um, who are you going with? Offensive rookie of the year.
1: I really didn't want to go quarterback, but the more I think about it, there there's one guy that I feel like is going to have all the attention on him, and if he plays well, he's going to just steal the hearts of everybody, and that's Anthony Richardson. Uh, I, I don't know if there's a person in the world right now that's rooting against this guy. Um, he's an exciting talent. He's a freak specimen. Uh, this is a guy that I want to see succeed in the NFL, and so I'm going to pick him for the offensive rookie of the year. He's a fun guy. Um, the Colts are going to have absolutely nothing to lose this year. I think they're going to turn him loose and he's definitely boom or bust. I think it's a big boom.
0: I mean, you might as well just let him, just let him loose. You're probably not gonna have Jonathan Taylor. Not many people are expecting you to be that good this year. You might as well just let him play loose. If he throws four interceptions in a game, you learn from him moves on. I like it. And I, he was actually second place on it. I almost picked him, for this award. However, I went with a little bit of a gutsy one. I went, this one's a little bit gutsy and might come as a surprise. Uh, I'm going with Jameer Gibbs, the running back for the lions to win offensive rookie of the year. That's bold. That is quite bold. That's why we are the bold take podcast. Uh, um, But no, overall I look at it. They basically reset that running back room, letting Jamal Williams and the Andre Swift go. They brought in David Montgomery, but I'm excited to see him use Jameer Gibbs. Let me clarify on the pick whenever we just it. We thought it was a good pick for the Lions. Absolutely. Just not where they were picking.
1: Yeah, it was just a confusing spot uh, to get Jameer Gibbs at 12. Seemed a little high, and they just paid David Montgomery. It just didn't make a lot
0: of sense. And keep in mind. I told you that report that the Lions were comfortable picking him at six before they traded back with the Cardinals. So I mean, that would have been that might have made me spit my drink out on Draft Night if that would have happened. Um, But I think they're going to use him a lot in the passing game with Jared Goff, and I think he's such an he had make him make so many explosive plays. I mean, we saw it in person against Arkansas. He makes one move, he can go 80 yards to the house. Absolutely. And so I think he could be in for a fun year this year. So next up defensive rookie of the year. We're going to the other side of the ball. There's a couple good defensive options here. Who you got?
1: Oh, it's really a toss up in my head, Uh, but I'm going to go with Nolan Smith here. I really, I really like Nolan Smith in college at Georgia. Uh, I think he's a bit of an underrated talent flying under the radar, and I think he's going to be big and exciting on that Georgia, or, uh, Georgia defense. On that, uh, I mean, you, it defense. basically
0: is Georgia's defense. It's so. basically Georgia's
1: defense. <laughs> um, I like Devon Witherspoon for this award too, but I think Nolan Smith is going to come out and surprise a lot of people.
0: Okay, I like it. Mine is a little bit more basic, like my defensive rookie of the year pick last year. Um, I'm going Will Anderson for this one. I mean, let's face it, for the past three, four years, he's been the top defensive player in college football. Um, And this is a Texans team that, you know, I expect to be cut loose a bit as well since they don't have their first round pick. They're going to look to try to win. So I could see them letting him loose and just rush that passer. And I think he could be due for a fun year. Again, I don't know if he'll help the Texans have a winning record, but he could be a fun one and say, hey, you know what? It was worth trading our first round pick next year for that guy. All right. The final player award. Comeback player of the year. What you thinking here? Derek Carr. Easiest money okay. I ever spent. Okay. Derek
1: Carr. Easiest money I ever spent. It's easy. Credit
0: run from it. The Derek Carr yeah. pick. It's coming. Will always it's be. It's coming. It's always there. <laughs> it, was always <laughs> it was always Derek Carr. It was always Derek Carr. It's absolutely right. Um, I'm, I'm doubling down. I mean, let's just say it. I mean, the honorary winner, Damar Hamlin. The absolutely. fact that he made the roster, let's just say that number one. Um, but mine. I'm going Tua.
1: I test like, off that, pick. I like um, that pick. I like that pick.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. I almost picked Tua for MVP this year. Um, if I'm I'm looking forward to him hopefully not having 30 concussions this season. As a model. Um, and you saw whenever he didn't have concussions and he was fully healthy, that Dolphins offense was borderline unstoppable. So I'm excited to see him play. I think he's in for a big year, and I think he wins Comeback Player of the Year. Now, our final award talk coach of the year this is one we didn't have last year i wanted to add this year what you thinking
1: oof this is a tough one uh i'm gonna go Matt eber here i think the bears are gonna take a big step up this okay. year and uh, flooce gets the nod
0: huh um well let me say this you know as consideration uh, i almost did pick mike tomlin but i feel like he's in consideration every single year so i decided not to go with him uh you're not gonna like my winner uh mr dan campbell for the Detroit Lions. um, Let me just say it. He, besides Mike Tomlin, is my favorite coach in the NFL. I would literally run through a brick wall for him if I was a player. Uh, So, and I'm expecting a pretty good year for the Lions. So, yeah, give me Dan Campbell. But you know what? Enough talk about awards. Enough talk about coaches being fired. Let's make some legit predictions here. So, let's start in the NFC. Now, we're going to go through the division winners and our wild card teams. And let's get... Some of these will be really quick. Some of these we might have to think about. But let's get a real quick one here. Uh, NFC East. I think we can both agree on this one.
1: Yeah. uh, The New York Giants. No, I'm just (laughs) Philadelphia Eagles. uh, I I think they're going to be just as good
0: as they were last year i'm I'm gonna be honest with you i don't know how they don't make the at minimum the nfc championship again if anything less than the nfc championship is a failure of a season i'm just gonna be flat out honest i'm absolutely Um, with you. commanders i think have maybe have a chance if their defense is elite and sam house decent giants i think will be good just not good as the eagles and Cowboys, I mean,
1: I don't know what they're doing.
0: I, I really don't know what to expect from them. I could see them maybe competing, but at the same time, also missing the postseason. Um, next up, the NFC North. We talked about it. This is as wide open it has been in a long time. I think I know where you're going, but go ahead and let us know.
1: Oh, this is a tough pick to make. There's a lot of options. I really think anybody could make a good case, depending on you know certain factors going their way. I'm going to give a Detroit Lions. I think they're the team that's most set uh, to win this division as of now in their current state.
0: Wow. I really was expecting Chicago Bears there. I'm not going to lie. But okay. All right. We're going to agree on another one here. I also agree Detroit Lions. I like the move they made for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in the secondary. Their, sure. their safeties needed help. So getting that, I think, is going to help them out enough to win this division. But like I said, I mean, this is a flip of the coin. I think the Vikings could win it again. I absolutely think if the Bears, if things go right with DJ Moore as good as it seemed in the preseason, things can go well. Packers should have a solid defense and a solid run game. It'll come down to Jordan Love and what to expect there. So, I mean, I could easily see this being 100% incorrect, but I'm going to roll with the Lions and roll with my man Dan Campbell. And then another wide open division. We got the NFC South here. Um, plenty of interesting factors here. How do you see this one going?
1: Uh, you know, Atlanta is definitely one to consider. They've made moves to get competitive. Um, they look like they're going to try and win some games this year, uh, especially with how close they were last year and they weren't really trying. Um, Tampa Bay obviously is kind of in a situation where they almost have to try and win just because they don't really have the draft assets to sit back. Um, and they're spending a lot of money on this team. Uh, but to me, it, it's the Saints. They've got the best team in the division. There's no reason this team shouldn't come out and be head and shoulders the best team in the division.
0: Okay, uh, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. I'm going to go Saints to win the division here, even though the Falcons are my dark horse. Um, uh, let me be honest here. I almost wanted to go Carolina, but I saw their offensive line play in the offseason, uh, in the preseason. I'm kind of worried Bryce Young might miss some time. And uh, uh, Tampa Bay, um, I just. I think their defense might be able to help them have a chance, but quarterback situation, I just, I can't trust it. I'm going to go with the most reliable or most stable quarterback position in the, in the division and at least more experience. And that's Derek Carr and that's the Saints. And this is really their last chance to make a playoff push. And last division, the NFC West, which I mean, it's pretty much a two team race here between Niners and the surprise team from last year, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, who are you going with here? Ooh everything in me wants to
1: go Seattle, but the 49ers are just such a solid team and, uh, barring they stay completely healthy. Uh, I think that the San Francisco 49ers are going to win this division.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm right there with you. That's the big question mark. I'll go and knock on wood. Like you did a sec there. Um, if they can stay healthy, they should win this division. They should be able to win it. Seattle. I think is good. Um, and let's just face it. Rams and Cardinals. Just no, um, just, just no. Um, but now, this is an interesting one because the NFC really is kind of wide open for the taking for these wild card spots. Uh, who are your three wild card teams?
1: Um, I think the Bears are going to be a wild card team this year. I think this Bears team goes to the playoffs. Okay. Um, I like Seattle a lot. I think they're going to go to the playoffs. I think believing in Geno Smith, adding more pieces uh, through the draft, definitely helped this team get better. And the way those rookies have just kind of instantly impacted this team for the last couple of years, it seems like that effect is going to keep going with the talent. They just keep grabbing. Um, uh, And then tough look here, Um, but I'm going to go Tampa Bay taking the last wild card spot.
0: Wow. Tampa Bay. Okay. That kind of rhymed. I didn't even try it. Um, But all right, Tampa Bay. So um, believe it or not, I only have one that I agree with you with on here. So this could be different. Uh, Number one, I like Seattle. I'm right there with you. I think they're just had so much talent that they're going to be able to at least make the postseason. Um, next up, I like the New York Giants to make the postseason. I think that getting Darren Waller and I think all they have to do is win it out, play as good as they did last year, and they will be a playoffs team again. And I also think they can do a little bit better than that. And my number seven seed, I don't know if you're ready for this, it's my dark horse. Atlanta Falcons First are the seven seed. Um, the seven seed ever since it's been added has just been kind of a random team, yeah. a team that you look at and say that team does not belong here. How did you get here? <laughs> you, you, it's basically the Steelers. Those last two years yeah. with big bands, like you do not belong here. Who, who, how did you get into this party? Uh, that's basically what I feel with the Atlanta Falcons. I think their ground game and those signings on defense can get them enough into the postseason. However, they're that seven seed where they, I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs. Now who wins the NFC? We'll find out in a sec because we're gonna go over the AFC next. And man, oh man, the difference between the NFC and AFC is night and day. This conference is loaded. I repeat, loaded with so many. I see honestly eight to ten, maybe even twelve teams that can make this Super Bowl from this conference. But let's start with the AFC East. This is this division. Oh man, I mean, I don't know what to say. Aaron Rodgers. To a Josh Allen. Even the Patriots are quietly being underrated, even though we know what we're going to expect from them. So, who do you have winning the AFC East? Oof,
1: I think it's going to be very, 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 very close. Um, did I say very enough? Uh, I think it's going to I be. I think a, one
0: more very would do uh, good. Very. Uh, okay.
1: I think it's going to be Razor Thin. Uh, I really like Miami and Buffalo here, but I'm going to go. Oh, is he, gonna is he going to do it? I'm, I'm going to go Buffalo. I, okay. I'm always in on Josh Allen. If you've been a listener for a while, you know I'm always in on Josh Allen. That's why I'm so hesitant this year. But I believe in you, Josh. Let's do it.
0: We've been trying to go all in on the Bills the last two years. Which Let's like, ride. <laughs>
1: Bills nation.
0: Um, but my line ends here. I'm going Miami Dolphins like to win that, the baby. AFC like East. Um, like I said, we'll come back player of the year. I'm expecting a big year for Tua. And I'm going to be honest with you, end of the season, they're going to get Jalen Ramsey back. I think if it's close at the end of the season, would Jalen Ramsey come back, they can steal a couple of those games and they can win this division. Now to the AFC North, which is, I mean, again, it's going to be another blood battle. It always is with these four teams. Who wins the AFC North?
1: Oof. Ugh Gosh, why is the AFC so tough? Uh, (laughs) NFC was easy. We were just... I know. I mean... I'm (laughs) going to go go with the Baltimore Ravens here. I like the additions they've made on offense. We'll see if it really works out. Um, But I like the dedication they've had. They bring Lamar back. They give him the money he wants. And they give him some players that he wants to play with. Uh, Let's see them have some fun this year.
0: All right. Um, my answer is obviously Pittsburgh State. No, no, I can't. I, as much as I want to, I have to be realistic here and I have to be realistic. I'm going to go with Cincinnati on this one. Um, I picked Joe Burrow to win MVP. I feel like the MVP should probably win his division. So um, that's my pick there. I'm going to go with uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I think their defense, despite losing Jesse Bates in some secondary, they made some good draft picks in recent years to kind of be ready to make up for. It. And their O-line, knock on Woodflight like the fifth time, should be better getting Orlando Brown Jr. in free agency. And Joe Burrow should have a ton more time, which, if he does, that should terrify NFL defenses. So I'm going to go Bengals. Let's move to the uh division now, maybe a little bit easier to pick besides those two. We got the AFC South here. Um, who you got? There's a lot of intrigue in this division, a lot of young QB play especially once Ryan Tannehill is gone next year, probably.
1: Yeah, this is uh, kind of an exciting division. Um, I think it's going to be very close. I think only one team's getting to the playoffs. Agreed. Um, But I'm going to say something a little crazy. I don't know if you're ready for it. I'm going to go the Houston Texans here. Um, Wow. They buy in big. They're committing to some of these guys. I think they'll be like 9-8. and Um, (laughs) But I think they get in. They don't have that first-round pick. They've got to make a push for it, um, and even when they tried to tank, that didn't work either. Um, so you might as well make the push for the playoffs. Um, I really, really like the way uh, this team is set up. I think it's a bit of an outlandish pick. Uh, I like Bill, it though. I like clearly it. Clearly the favorite, but I'm going to give Houston here. Uh,
0: I like it. Um, there was a part of me I'm not going to lie. At some point this offseason, where I said I could see the Colts if Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor are both playing that they could maybe sneakily win the AFC South. Um, but then all the Jonathan Taylor stuff happened. Yeah, Something, I don't know what it is, something tells me that the Titans will be able to keep it close because Mike Vrabel's a good coach, and I think he's going to be able to have the guys, while I don't think they'll be elite, they're going to be competitive in basically every game they play, even in the games they're not favored. Absolutely. But, um... I got to go – I got to go with – I know it's the basic pick, but I'm going to go with Jacksonville. It's the right pick. Uh, it, it is the right pick. I'm excited to see Calvin Ridley in this offense. We've talked about year three for quarterbacks. When they get that elite receiver, they should explode. DJ Moore for the Bears I hope is a good example of that. Yes. Uh, at least I'm hoping so. But Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Um, I mean, there's a while we could go on for. But, yeah, I think Calvin Ridley really could really help them. So, I'm going to go Jacksonville here. And then – The AFC West, probably the easiest division out of the entire AFC to pick. Um, Do we even waste any time?
1: No, I think we're on the same page here, um, Kansas City. We're gonna not be haters this year. I think.
0: Um, you know, I, I still look back and just how ridiculous our predictions were yeah. let's <laughs> for this division last just year. Let's
1: just do the right thing and just. <sighs> you,
0: know, you know, you um, know, you know, you know, the Broncos could be. No, I'm, I'm, I'm no. kidding. No, um, I'm not doing that twice. Prove me wrong, Denver. Yeah, we got to go, Kansas City here. Um, just not waste any time. Oh man! But you thought that was difficult. Why don't you give me your three AFC wildcard teams? You thought picking the divisions yeah, was hard it's, enough.
1: It's not easy. <laughs> uh, give me Cincinnati, uh, for sure. Give me Miami for sure. Uh, this last spot though is tough. Give me the Denver Broncos.
0: Wow. No Jacksonville in the postseason. No,
1: I think I think the winner, I think there's only one team from the AFC South. Uh I, I think Chargers, definitely a good pick. Could see like the Steelers or uh, you know, the Jets or the Patriots sneak up. But I don't know. I, I'm being a little crazy with this last wild card spot. I'm gonna go Denver. Sean Payton figure something out. Let's Russ Cook and uh they get they get into the playoffs.
0: I mean we said it for like the last like we said for the MC is that seven seed in recent years has been a man, you're you're here. Okay. Um I'm saying these again. Let me let us say these are not in any specific order, these are just our wild card teams. We're not going to officially put them, yeah. five, six, and seven. Um, but I do like the bills to make it since I do have my win division. I think the bills can make it. I do think the Ravens make the postseason and the number seven seed. Um, come on. You have to. Yeah, of course I am. There was never any doubt. Never. I honestly could see them going up to the five seed or, you know, shoot could win the division. You got to go Steelers here. Um, I think they have a legit chance to maybe make a deep playoff run. Being the road team, they've done it before. So yeah, give me the Steelers to make the postseason. but let's figure out who's going to be in our super bowls. Now in recent years, these have not been good. Um, Last year, was okay. We both did have the bills. I believe you had, I forget, who, I think you had the Rams from the NFC last year, if I I'm did. correct. I did. So I think you said the first game of the year will also be the last game yeah. of the year. It was good writing. It was Iconic good. Iconic <laughs> quote. It really should go down in the history books, but it was nowhere near right. I believe I had the 49ers, I think. Oh, um, uh, yeah, you had the Niners. Yeah, uh, and I had 49ers? the bills, I think. um But who, let's start with just one at a time. Who is your representative? for the NFC.
1: uh, In the NFC, I'm going to go the Philadelphia Eagles return to the Super Bowl. Uh, And just to throw it out there in a way that you threw it out there last year,
0: Eagles Saints, NFC Championship. Hey, listen. I mean, if you didn't listen last year, I said at the beginning of the year, Eagles Niners NFC Championship. Did I think there was any chance that that would be the exact matchup? Zero. It
1: happened now.
0: <laughs> It happened now. Um, but hey, I like it. I like it. We might as well add those in. Um, NFC, I'm right there with you. There's no way they, I mean, like I said, they should not not make it to the Super Bowl. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. NFC championship pick probably won't be that gutsy. So we're going to go Eagles Niners again. Fair enough. Um, you know, it worked last year. Why not go two years in a row? All reliable. Um, but now, oh man, again, divisions, wild card were hard. Who's the one AFC team that comes out of that gauntlet of a conference? Oh,
1: my gosh. Why are you doing this to me? (laughs) Um, Sometimes you just got to be.
0: Aggressive. uh,
1: Just, you you know, I've got to be the most insane person ever. Uh, I'm going to go Buffalo Bills to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Uh, what's the definition of insanity? Uh, Keep... I think it's me.
0: Um, <laughs> I think it's you. Repeat it constantly. <laughs> I yeah. forget what the official quote is. Um, repeat it so many times that it's expecting just expecting a different result. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but we're we're going the Bills. Josh Allen, please prove me right. Bills Texans uh, AFC Championship. Wow.
0: Um, is, this, is it is it going to be like the Bills Oilers playoff game where there was Texans are up thirty five to three and Bills come back? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Like that's going to actually happen. I don't know. Um, My AFC. Wow. I don't know how to top that one. Um, I'll go ahead and say my AFC championship first Not who I have AFC championship for one. I have the Miami Dolphins making the AFC championship. Jalen Ramsey coming in late to the year, I think helps them get some wins and playing them in AFC championship, not Kansas city. I'm going to go Cincinnati Bengals. How about this matchup? Joe Burrow versus Tua, SEC rematch, them facing off. Yeah. But in the end, I just don't know if I can trust Tua more than Joe Burrow. Granted, this is Tua's first time in an AFC championship I'm projecting. So I'm going to have to go with Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals to win the AFC. Um, but like we said, I mean, you could pick probably 13 other teams that could maybe win this a whole conference, but Super Bowl pick time. You have Eagles and the Buffalo Bills. I got Eagles Bengals. Who comes out on top for your Eagles Bills Super Bowl? What a matchup it would be!
1: Yeah, a thrilling one. Oh, this is tough because this is two teams I really like <laughs> a little bit. I don't like making one lose. Uh, but at the end of the day, <sighs> call me crazy, Josh Allen. And the
0: Buffalo Bills
1: <laughs> win the Super Bowl. How many times have I said that? I, it has to be three years running, at least.
0: I mean, I, I think so. It has to be at least three years in a row. Because uh, I think we said last year was if they don't win it this year, we don't know if they ever will. Yeah. And then we And go then I the did extra. it. <laughs> I picked
1: him again. Uh, He's done it again. <laughs> I have done it again. Josh Allen, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, you'll all be thanking me come february. <laughs> any and, score any score prediction for it? Uh go ahead and give me 27-24 Tyler Bash game winner.
0: Okay. All right, so I have Eagles versus Bengals here and this is one that uh, I'm not going to lie is a pretty simple pick for me. Um this Eagles defensive line despite the Bengals making their improvements I think we'll have a field day. They did bring back Darius Slay. Had the Eagles not brought back Darius Slay and James Bradbury in them, I would have 100% picked Cincinnati. But I'm going to go with the Eagles. They learn from their mistakes last year. The fumble by Jalen Hurts, that turned into a, a scoop and score. They learned from it. Eagles win the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts wins MVP. And my, I'll give you a final score, 31-24. to 24. Wow. So the Eagles and the Bills. Super Bowl... Winners, I like it. Not too outlandish. Um, uh, but now let us get to game picks. Man, it feels so good to be able to say game picks for the yeah. NFL here. And you know, it's week one. Went a little crazy because I respect it. Um, so we're gonna pick a whopping six games. Oh, fun for it. Fun, fun, fun. Um, so let's start Thursday night. Chiefs Lions. I love this matchup. I expect it to be a fun one in Arrowhead. Who wins to open the season?
1: I think this is a little bit too easy of a pick. I'm going Kansas City at home, putting up another banner. People are going to be going crazy. Travis Kelsey or not, I think the Chiefs pull this one out.
0: Yeah. Um, I know we're crossing the college football and NFL universe, but not so fast, my friend. No Chris Jones to get pressure on Jared Goff. Travis Kelsey, question mark. I know you said it won't matter. It won't. He's the number one target. I think Mahomes might miss him if he doesn't play. Give me Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions to make a statement on opening night whenever I'm watching this on my phone in a restaurant in Florida. Um, Yeah, so next, let's get some Sunday games now. Um, One that will be obvious pick for me, but could be a fun one for you. Steelers versus 49ers, two iconic franchises and two QBs looking to make a big name for themselves in their second year. Who do you like? Uh,
1: I think this could be a fun game and it's going to be a good matchup, but I think the overall veteran presence and experience of this 49ers team is going to help them out uh, early in the season, uh, especially with you know the Steelers adding some new pieces, still getting some stuff figured out. Uh, a lot of consistency coming over with this 49ers team. I'm going to take the Niners in this one and a close one
0: though. Rude. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Steelers here for this one. Um, two reasons. Number one, uh, I think with Brock Purdy not being 100%, they'll focus more on the ground game, which will kind of make their offense more one-dimensional. I think the Seahawks can shut that down pretty confidently. And number two, I'm biased in a Seahawks fan, so that's why I'm picking them. Fair enough. Um, I respect that. Next one. This is a fun one. It's an interesting one for both these teams. I think they're evenly matched. Saints versus Titans on Sunday. Ooh. It's It's an interesting matchup. Not a big flashy one but it's one of two teams that are going to be contenders to maybe be a playoff team. So who do you like here? Uh,
1: I I like the New Orleans Saints here. I think they've done a lot of things right this offseason, put together a good team. You know, the big questions are are going to be around Ryan Tannehill and obviously what the Titans are going to do at quarterback this season and going into the future. Um, And, you know, Tannehill hasn't quite been the answer. Uh, Does he succeed? Does he not? I think with all these big questions and uh, unsure vibes around the Titans, I, I think the Saints are in a better place right now.
0: Well, wow. Um, this is quite a historic start. We are 0-3 matching here. Uh, I like Tennessee okay. in this game. I like them mainly because I think it might take a minute for Derek Carr. Let me grant it. I still think. That the Saints will win this NFC South. I just think it might take a minute for Derek Carr to get used to this offense with the Saints and no Alvin Kamara for this game. I think that could slow him down. And I do don't, and I know Ryan Tanhill's not the greatest, but I think this Titans team is still talented. Their defensive line's talented. It's a low scoring game, but I'm going to go Titans. All right. Next up, this is a fun afternoon game Chargers and Dolphins um played last year in regular season was a fun matchup uh how do you see this one playing out
1: um boy oh boy you said Dolphins Chargers correct yes okay wanted to make sure I wasn't hearing things um gosh this is a fun game but I'm gonna go Miami here start the season off hot um I I know no Jalen Ramsey but the defense still is one of the better defenses in football even without Jalen Ramsey um and Tua like you said he He's due for a big season this year as long as he can stay healthy.
0: That's exactly my reasoning why I'm going with the Dolphins as well. And keep in mind, Kellen Moore, the new play caller for the Chargers, I don't know what to expect. I am hoping exactly. that he lets Justin Her- Herbert air it out for because sure. that the last year in the offense, they didn't really let him air it out. Like Let him show off his arm talent and throw the ball deep and let this be an instant classic of a game. Yes, But I'm going to go with Miami. Like I said, I think Tua's due for a big year. Now on to Sunday night football. This is an interesting one, but you knew you knew this division would be in the spotlight for week one. Giants and Cowboys. Now in recent years, this is kind of a eh, matchup with the Giants, but these are two playoff teams from last year. So how do you see this one playing out?
1: Uh, I think it's going to be a- an interesting matchup. I- I'm interested to really to see how Dallas looks because – a lot more turnover than I expected out of Dallas this year. Uh, A lot of interesting moves. And so we'll see where, uh, where they go and where they end up. But I like the giants. I think they've built a better team, a more consistent team. Uh, A lot of guys returning from last year and a couple of key pieces added, Um, you know, and not knowing is Tony Pollard going to be ready to go. Is he going to be a hundred percent if he does play? Um, And, you know, no Zeke to fall back on. So, then it'd be up to Deuce Vaughn maybe to show off as the rookie. Uh, I think there are just a lot of questions around the Cowboys right now, and the Giants just feel like they're more sure pick to me.
0: Yeah, that's my thing. And number two, um, I just trust the coaching staff of the Giants more than I trust the Cowboys and those injury concerns and new pieces. No Dalton Schultz, keep in mind. Yeah. He's, on, he's off to Houston. Tony Pollard not being 100%. I will root for Deuce Vaughn to do good. I don't Me know if too. I'll root for him to be good in a Cowboys uniform, yeah. but I hope he still is really good and gets a chance because he deserves it. But, yeah, I'm right with you, Giants. And then the last one, man, this is interesting. We actually have a really good Monday night football game for week one. It usually isn't the greatest. Um, and what a matchup it is. Aaron Rodgers debut at home against with the New York Jets against the Buffalo Bills to start this AFC East Gauntlet. On primetime, Peyton and Eli will be on also on there. So I'll be watching with them, no doubt. It'll be hard to top last year's week one. Might want to take a out here, e. Yeah, want to take, <laughs> take a timeout here.
1: What was it, like 35 times that Peyton Manning did I that? I really don't He's know how he didn't
0: jam his fingers yeah. from the amount of times he did that. But anyway, Jets, Bills, who are you going with? Oof,
1: this is a tough game. Uh but it's only tough if you are completely unbiased and I am not. I hate Aaron Rodgers <laughs> with a passion. So uh this is an easy the easiest pick of my life. Uh Buffalo Bills take it. Josh Allen shines.
0: Okay. All right. I'm gonna go Bills too, just cause you know, even though I think Aaron Rodgers has a chance for it to work out, at least to start, I don't know what to expect. I do think the Jets have a better chance that knowing that Vaughn Miller is not playing this game. But I don't know, something told me. Go with the Bills. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. That's the Jets. Uh, so we're going to go Bills. And then our final segment, we started it last year. You made money overall with us. It is the bet of the week NFL edition. College football, we had a 3 and one star. Speaking of college football, if you haven't already, after this episode's over, go listen to our college football episode pre-recapping week one, a more chaotic week one than we expected. Yeah. And a, Pretty loaded week two of games. So make sure you get that a listen after this. But we're 3-1 and so far on college football bets. Hopefully we'll be 5-1 and after this weekend. Let's do the first NFL bets of the year. What is your bet of the week?
1: Uh, I've got Jaguars a minus five versus the Colts this year. Uh, Like I said, you know, rooting for Anthony Richardson. But I think first game of the season, pretty talented defense. He's going to see some problems. He's a rookie. He's going to make some mistakes. And uh, that Jacksonville team is looking to show that they're no joke and uh, that they can make some noise this year.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mine went a little bit gutsy. Went a little bit gutsy. I like Dolphins Chargers over 51. I like it. 51's really high. But I think Kellen Moore is going to let Justin Herbert air it out and be more aggressive, at least I hope. And I'm expecting a big year for Tua. So all of that added together, carry the one equals – a shootout waiting to happen. Give me the over. It's always the over. But that is going to wrap up our NFL season preview. Man, a lot of bold picks on here this season for the both of us. Good to be back. It is good to be back. It's good to be back on this regular basis where we do college football and NFL. And just think, next week it'll be a regular routine. We'll be doing them one, two, right after each other. All the way until February. Man, it's going to be fun. But that's going to do it for this. Like I said, give College Football Episode a listen if you haven't already. But for now, that is Austin Hill. I'm Austin Waiter. We want to thank you for listening.